And thus had fate decreed it so that our heroes prevailed against mighty Xanathar and purged Waterdeep of all the evil that had run amok through her bloody streets. I wonder if there are any here, in this crowd, any young, brave souls who might just follow in the enormous footsteps of the Plainswalkers. Thank you. Much appreciated. <clears throat> Call that a story? <laughs> a story is only as good as he who tells it, as I think perhaps you know, sir. Wait until you get a load of these misfits come heroes. May I borrow the stage for half a heartbeat? My fellow fiddlers and pluckers. Yes, yes, of yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, absolutely, of definitely. A stocky young squire. A boy who embodied a menagerie of races strode onto the shoreline. Edric's first foray into adventuring had been eye-opening, to say the least. Nonetheless, his enthusiasm was undeterred. From the high veils of the trade way, he'd spotted a shipwreck. Surely there would be citizens to save and stories to be told. With the brash confidence of youth, he began searching the area. Now, between you and I, he may have thrown up after coming upon the first dead sea-bloated body, but he persevered, pulling a pair of legs from the wreckage. The body attached was unlike any he'd seen before, but Edric quickly understood what he'd found. The automaton sat up with surprising mobility and strength. Lumbar's eyes glowed in recognition of another being to protect and work alongside. After confirming the loss of all remaining souls on board, Lumbar collected his few belongings, including a mop that had been fashioned into quite the formidable weapon. The two quickly formed a connection, Edric the Lord's son with yet another servant, and Lumbar the Warforged, searching to belong. A day later, Zambobo, hidden in the tree canopy, watched the two approach along the main road. He would find the true north this time. He would find the temple. As they closed in, he dropped from above, brandishing his knife and shaking his fist. Take me to the temple of the All-Father, or I'll grind your toes for dust. Moments of fraught negotiation, an eventual understanding passed. The medicine man was searching for his people's lost heritage, something Edric, a soon-to-be knight of the realm, should help with. As it happened, the young squire knew of such a temple from his learning, and confidently told the native of the Chult jungle he would act as his guide. 
Their first stop would be Nightstone, well known as a stomping ground of knights and squires looking for acclaim in the hunting grounds of our deep forest. Thirty miles or so north, the Sea of Swords lapped against the docks of Waterdeep. A young ruffian, a son of Luskan, stepped ashore. The night before, Swifter had been visited by his god, the strange deity that reached out to him when he was with the dying. The voice had told him a burden awaited him in the roughed slums of the dock ward. Wilbur waited. He'd accepted the offer, could feel the strange, viscid power wrapping around what remained of him. Was this what he'd expected? Was this better than death? As the voices in his head had foretold, the young brigand approached him with his own haunted expression, equally unsure of their new relationship, forced upon them by powers they didn't understand. With Wilbur affixed to his back, the unusual pair hailed a taxi. Once seated, the driver adorned them with the latest news. Increased giant activity across the Sword Coast, the Zentarim making public moves, shadowy organizations leading to people disappearing. The Dwarven cities leaving the Lord's Alliance. What a reliable source these fellows were. Good work, Xanderos. The pair's fate was intertwined now. Both knew their destination was Nightstone, to study the strange power of the monolith at the village's center. The two parties converged on the crossroad, both taking the path to Nightstone. Edric beckoned the young sailor, his hand held high, unaware of the dangers on the road. <laughs>